Imagine you are living in the 16th century on your way to Mass, and as you open the church doors, you notice a list. It is Martin Luther's 95 theses, and one by one, his theological matters begin to address the church's wrongdoings. Next thing you know, you're surrounded by dozens of infuriated churchgoers. Good afternoon, my name is Maya. And my name is Kiana. And today we will be discussing the ways in which 16th century Roman Catholics defended their faith against the Protestant Reformation. What is a Protestant Reformation? Protestant Reformation was a breach in Western Christianity initiated by Martin Luther, more specifically his 95 Theses. Along with Martin Luther, other angered Protestants such as John Calvin and Holdrich Swingley continued the Reformation in 16th century Europe. The Reformation incorporated many changes, for example, complete assurance on Scripture as the only source of proper belief, that the Christian Scriptures are the sole foolproof rule of faith and practice. This standard was known as sola scriptura. With sola scriptura, there was sola fide, which proclaimed that faith in Jesus alone and not good works is the only way to obtain God's pardon for sin. That being said, the Protestant Reformation's core motivation for such changes was theological, despite other factors that might be playing a part. From the early stages of the Northern Renaissance, people have desired for a reformation of the church. The church at that time was overrun with all types of corruption and secularism, and people believed that it needed to change. One of these people was Martin Luther, a German monk who broke away from this corrupt church and created the Lutheran faith. Luther kick-started the, the spread of Protestantism within Europe during the 16th century, and the Catholic Church needed to defend their faith against the Reformation. One of the ways in which they defended themselves was through a counter-reformation, which is an immediate reaction to the start of the Reformation. Another way that the Catholics defended themselves was through the Council of Trent and the monarchy. By defending their faith against the Protestant Reformation, Roman Catholics were able to redefine their faith and declare their beliefs. The Counter-Reformation was an immediate reaction to the beginning of the spread of Protestantism, and once Luther posted his, posted his 95 Theses, the Catholics needed to step up and prove their faith was legitimate. 95 Theses, or Deputation on the Power of Indulgences, consisted of Luther's viewpoints regarding the exploitation of the clergy selling indulgences as a way to reduce the amount of punishment one has to undergo for sins. At one point, the church had even began saying, As soon as coin and coffer rings, the soul from purgatory springs. Counter-reformers like Johann Eck, who debated against Luther over religious issues, paved the way for more Catholics to defend their faith against the Protestant Reformation. When some Catholics were asked to defend their faith, they responded in a way that was similar to just avoiding the question. For example, when Catholics were asked to prove their faith through scriptures, they were unable to because they declared that only the Pope could interpret the scriptures. And when they were threatened by Protestants by the thought of a council, they declared that only the Pope could call a council. Through their way of answering questions, they are simply avoiding answering difficult questions. But they are also defending the fact that they gave the Pope, the Pope complete authority. Some of the citizens saw through this questionable, these questionable responses from the Catholics, so that they decided to move away from the church and join the Protestant cause. In response to this, Counter-reformers tried to convince dissidents or heretics to return to the church, or else they would corrupt the entire community of Catholic believers. 
Then, counter-reformers threatened heretics and dissidents by declaring that if they did not convert to Catholicism, they would be excommunicated. As a response to the Protestant Reformation, the Roman Catholic Church had made what was known as the Counter-Reformation. Initiated by the Council of Trent, the Counter-Reformation had been made to preserve the power, influence, and material wealth enjoyed by the Catholic Church. To the contrary, the Counter-Reformation was also created to propose a change, innovation of new ideas to the Church. With the Counter-Reformation came a more thorough foundation of seminaries. That way, Pope training of priests and the theological traditions of the Church could be made possible. In addition to this developing modernity came new spiritual movements focusing on the priest's devotional life, as well as personal relationships with Christ. On behalf of the newer context within the Counter-Reformation was the challenge to reach areas around the world in which had been colonized as predominant, predominantly Catholic and attempt to reconvert places, for instance, for instance, Sweden and England, that had at one point been Catholic prior to the Protestant Reformation. Although they did not defend their faith in the best way, counter-reformers managed to declare their beliefs and prove that they had the power to make someone convert back to Catholicism. As the spread of Protestantism began to increase, the Roman Catholic Church was beginning to lose followers, as countries, as well as individual people, were moving away from the Church. So, between the years of 1545 to 1563, the Council of Trent was called. This council was called by Pope Paul III, formerly Cardinal Alexander Farnese, in order to reform the church and secure a union between the Protestants and the Catholics. Going back to the Council of Trent, which had consisted of bishops and church leaders only, rejected any compromises with the Protestants. Opposite of this, the Council of Trent reaffirmed traditional Catholic teachings. For instance, as previously mentioned in the Counter-Reformation, the Bible and the Bible only is to be referred to as the source of proper belief. However, according to the Council of Trent, it is both the Bible and traditions of the Church that are declared sources of Christian faith. Although it may appear as if the Council of Trent had been rejecting the majority of Luther's teachings, the Council of Trent had in fact accomplished the goal in eliminating abuses, educating priests, and etc. Regardless of the Roman Catholic still maintaining flaws, because of the Council of Trent, the Church had become much more trustworthy. The Council of Trent helped to define basic Catholic doctrines, such as the seven sacraments and transubstantiation, the conversion of the Eucharist into the literal body and blood of Christ. They also reaffirmed the authority of the Pope, but the Council eliminated abuses within the Church, indulgences, such as indulgences, the taxation of people in exchange for forgiveness of their sins, pluralism, the practice of holding more than one office or church benefice at a time, and absenteeism, the practice of regularly staying away from work. Many of Luther's and Calvin's beliefs were rejected by the Council of Trent, and some basic Catholic beliefs were accepted, such as that salvation is achieved through faith and good works, and that the scriptures and traditional Catholic teachings have equal importance. Although a full reformation and true union between the Catholics and the Protestants was not achieved during this council, through the discussion of the beliefs of Luther, Calvin, and the Roman Catholic Church, many Catholics were able to defend their faith and revitalize the Church. Without believers or followers, a religion cannot exist. 
One of the main reasons a religion is able to withstand over a long period of time is because there are always followers who, are, who will worship and practice their faith. One way to ensure that there is always, a fo always followers is a monarch. If a monarch is a follower of a certain religion, then most of the citizens that live under the monarch will, will probably follow the same religion. One good example of this is Queen Mary of Scotland, who is a devout Roman Catholic. As a very devoted Catholic believer, similar to her father, King James V, most of the citizens under her reign were also, also followers of the Roman Catholic faith. She defended her faith many times against John Knox, who eventually established the Church of Scotland, which was devoted to Calvinism, a Protestant faith. But through her determination and faith in Catholicism, she was able to retain the Catholic belief, for the most part, within the country of Scotland. Although the Catholics, or at least the higher-ups of the Catholic faith, were, were opposed to reforming the church, at first the Council of Trent reaffirmed and rejected some of the practices of the Roman Catholic Church. Therefore, the Catholic faith was reformed and changed because of problems, such as indulgences, absentism, and pluralism, were eliminated and traditional Catholic practices, like the seven sacraments and transubstantiation, were accepted and continued to be practiced. The way in which the Catholics defended themselves developed so much from the beginning of the Counter-Reformation to Queen Mary of Scots, defending her faith several times against the devoted Protestant John Knox. Through these several events, the Roman Catholic Church defined their faith in a new way and truly declared their beliefs, which helped them defend their faith against the Protestant Reformation and revitalize the Roman Catholic belief. Once again, my name is Kiana Carvajal. And my name is Maya Guzman. Thank you for listening and have a good day.